0: Now back to sports time on sports 56 and 985 FM. This hour is brought to you by Hewlett and Dunn, and Jean Company, and Collierville. Here once again are Brett Norsworthy and Brian Jacobs. On Friday at 5, we talk Tiger basketball with Jason Munns from the Commercial Appeal. On the Tiger basketball beat all these years, doing it so well. With plenty to cover, this this highly ranked team on the road Sunday at Wichita State. It's brought to you, presented to you by Jim's Place Grill every Friday afternoon. Over 100 years of charcoal grilled steaks. Over 100 years of celebration, family time, lasting memories, big wins, and and good times at Jim's Place Grill, the Terrace Family with their touch for our community recipes that date back to the very beginning in downtown to now in Collierville at the railroad tracks at poplar and Houston levy go online at jimsplacegrill.com don't forget the E Ian grill and look at the menu and make a reservation and schedule a good time for this weekend maybe Sunday afternoon to watch the the tiger game in the bar area. Every steak grilled perfectly over an open flame. Come to Jim's place and see and feel the difference. Lunch hours, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Dinner hours, Monday through Saturday, 5 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Since 1921, a Memphis landmark values dedication and hard work to their diners. The Terrace family, they've created a memorable dining experience. The lunch menu, the soufflé, the shrimp cocktail, the crab cakes, the hamburger steak, the salad dressings, all homemade. Then at dinner time, the soups, the seafood, the calamari, and those steaks like the ribeyes, the strips, the fillets—fantastic bar area to enjoy the good times at Jim's Place Grill in Collierville. Jason Mines, what is your travel schedule to the North Pole hmm. this weekend? What was the question? I'm sorry, I missed it. What is your travel schedule to to the oh. North Pole, to the frozen tundra of Wichita? Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm flying out at seven in the morning uh,
0: tomorrow. Um,
1: De-icing will be key. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then and then uh, scheduled uh, at this particular point in time to uh, lift off from Wichita at six forty sunday evening so hopefully uh hopefully we can we can get that done and hopefully we can get back on the ground safely in memphis before the snow gets too deep
0: you don't want overtime like at FedEx4. no you do not nope don't need that um
1: i should you know i mean you know it should be okay
0: uh i, I got you know wichita
1: is not a big enough uh city or airport to where it's going to be i think too awful uh hard to get back to the airport and get through it and get ready to to get in the air, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a tight it's a tightish window, <laughs> um, but the temperatures, my God, like not even real, uh, yeah, like there was, I, I mean, you know, too I cold know for kind of, Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, I know it kind of fluctuates, <laughs> but like I saw earlier today, it was like the high is one on Sunday, yeah.
2: that's and not, that's uh, not a the high. Low, is, <laughs> the low.
1: The low is seven below, and I mean wow. that's not even taking into account the wind chill. Um, I looked earlier this morning at the Wichita uh, temperature, and it was 9, and the real feel was 9 below. So if you're ballparking it, if if the low does get down to 7 below, you're talking about possibly 25 below. Um, You know, real feel, I I'm not built for that. Mm -hmm. I'm just here to say I'm from South Mississippi, and uh, (laughs) I I don't think I'm built for that. So I went to the uh, Tanger Outlets earlier this week, and I uh, went to that fabulous Columbia factory outlet store and uh, uh, stocked up on some uh, thermal undergarments
0: and some... uh, It's never enough for me, Jason. I can't ever get (laughs) enough layers. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm, when you, you go extra socks, then the, my, my shoes don't work right,
1: <laughs> right? And and you know, but you know, it's we're, we're gonna figure it out. If I got to take the laces out of my shoes, I'll do it.
0: That's a uh, ball move,
1: yeah, yeah, just to get those extra. All right, Jason, socks on. Here, here,
0: here's a tough question you 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 lived in South Mississippi, that's where you're from. Yep. What area have you found in your life freaks out at a just a dusting of snow more, Memphis? Jackson, Mississippi, or New Orleans? Hmm. Uh,
1: golly, I don't even. I mean, seriously, I don't know the last time New Orleans ever got snow, but that's um, why maybe, they freak
0: out the most. That's the answer. Yeah. I, mean yeah, I mean, one flake, huh. in it's nuclear yeah. war. I, mean, I will say Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg, uh, like you know, Walmart
1: in Hattiesburg. If there was a, ch- if there was a, you know, snowball's chance, and you know what. Walmart in Hattiesburg was uh, not the place to be. Uh, it's it, running it, in bowls. Yeah, it was. It was like uh, it was like Pamplona for sure. But <laughs> uh, you know, it's a little better here. And it got you know, it it actually got to be towards the end of my time in Hattiesburg. People kind of started getting not used to it, but like it 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 wasn't a regular occurrence to snow in Hattiesburg. But it would snow every other year, every third year. It's getting too regular um, here. Man. I know, and that's yeah. So. Uh, but no, like no, there's, there's nothing like, uh, I, you know, I, I, hope it doesn't get to 25 below with the wind chill. Um, cause like I said, I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to do, but, uh, uh, but we'll figure it out. It, it you know, it'll be fine.
2: It, we will see. Jason, the news today, uh, Mikey Williams committing to UCF happened in the last couple of hours. Uh, I know you've written about it. <laughs> um, uh, we know that they uh, you know, entered the transfer portal on Monday. Um, did you expect that when you saw both Mikey and J.J. Uh, enter the portal? Did you see that coming with J.J. not being around, especially him? Um, and then what do you make uh, of him going down to, uh, to Orlando?
1: Yeah, that was the... Um that was sort of the impression that I was given uh, around the time that JJ was suspended, that he was, you know, yes, he was suspended for a reason, um, but that, you know, he was, he wasn't going, whether he was suspended or not, he was not going to be much longer for Memphis. And it wasn't, it wasn't because Memphis was looking to get rid of him. He was, he was actively uh, uh, ready to move on. So, that did not surprise me that he went into the portal. It did not surprise me that Mikey went into the portal. I had heard um, like last Thursday that it was coming probably. Mm. I, I didn't know it was a sure thing, but I, I mean, I, I had heard that, uh, that he, he, he was actually on campus at UCF uh, last week. Wow! So I, I yeah, I kind of had a, a sense that this, was where this was headed and then i talked to his dad and his uncle earlier um this week when the news finally became official that he you know was uh gearing up to get into the transfer portal which i'm not i mean i don't know if you guys were gonna i don't know if we're gonna get into this part of it but my understanding is the transfer portal is closed um so i i know that mikey left because he got frustrated he became frustrated with The process that the university was the ongoing process that the university was going through to, you know, thoroughly vet him and potentially allow him to uh, join the program in person. Um, He 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 was tired of waiting. He wanted to play basketball as soon as possible. He thought that he could or should be allowed um, to do that. Um, because he had reached a plea agreement, even though he was still facing a felony charge, he thought that he should be allowed to just join the team and start playing right away. Um, the university from the outset was very open and transparent that there is a process. It's a process, not just for you, it's for everybody in your situation. And, We don't know how long it's going to take. Um, We can't tell you how long it's going to take. We cannot speed up this process. The process is the process. And they got frustrated, and they said, well, to heck with this. Uh, We're out of here. And um, so anyway, no, it it, it ultimately, uh, you know, I kind of had a, a sense that things were moving in this direction.
0: I, I don't know how i I can't tell him how to feel, but i don't I don't know how he could feel like he was not treated well, oh my goodness.
1: i <laughs> mean <laughs> i think I think i I don't know that he realizes this or ever will realize this, but the but it's pretty plain for most people to see that anybody else in his shoes or who had done what he did and was facing what he was facing ninety nine point nine percent run from you every other coach and every other school not everyone i I shouldn't say that, but the overwhelming majority of schools and coaches
0: would have cut ties immediately and, and, and would have really postured about it, Jason, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We I mean, just they can't would, accept that. They, they wouldn't have given it a second <laughs> thought. I, I probably shouldn't have gone to that voice because some of those actions are, are were really close to being unacceptable. But for Penny Hardaway to dig in and fight for him.
1: Yeah. Every chance he was given, he uh, staunchly supported him um, fr- from the beginning to the end. Even now. Even after it's over and done with. Penny said just the other night that he still supports him, still you know, we'll, we'll uh, uh, continue to sport him. The, and, and so um, it, it, is a, it is a bit of a curious move, but I talked to his uncle, who was also his manager, for about an hour um, earlier this week, and he made very clear that this is not a, like, slap in the, like, they're not trying to slap Penny Hardaway in the face. They, they this, this was purely a situation where they felt like the university wasn't doing enough to get him on the floor this year. And uh, I believe the exact words in the attorney's letter was something like they didn't make him a priority. Um, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, <laughs> like no I, 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 I genuinely don't know what to say. I'm, I'm kind of incredulous. At that line of thinking, just yeah. because you know that's not how the world works necessarily. Um, you know, they're gonna you're gonna get treated the same way as everyone else uh, when it comes to this. Even if you've been treated differently your entire life, if you've been made a priority your entire life, that that doesn't apply across the board. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's a hard lesson that he's had to learn, and he'll 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 grow from it and mature from it. But uh, that remains to be seen.
2: Yeah, talking to Jason Munns, He covers the Tiger basketball team for the commercial appeal he's presented every week by Jim's Place Grill in Collierville. Well There's another scare uh, on Wednesday inside FedEx Forum. The Tigers a one hundred and seven to one hundred and one win over UTSA. Or um, first off, just your health wise, I mean, are you? I mean, these scares, I mean, that's tough on you. I mean, are you 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 all right? Jetliner I mean, approaching. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 scary stuff.
1: I started blood pressure, med- pressure medication Thursday morning. First thing Thursday morning. How many started, rewrites? Man. I mean, you know what's funny? I, I had this conversation with somebody just the other day because we do, uh, part of our uh, process, speaking of processes, part of our process is that we, uh, our goal is to file a full story, final score, stat, everything else within 90 seconds of the buzzer. And... Yes, these last five games have, have made that abundantly <laughs> difficult, like almost impossible. Um, and so you do; you have to, you know, you get you get uh, some some seasoning on you, and mm-hmm. you realize you got to write multiple stories sometimes. But I haven't done that these last few games, and I don't know if that makes me stupid or not. But um, I just I've never I have not yet felt like they wouldn't pull it out. Yeah. And so far, I've been proven right. Um, I, I will say that I was the least confident that they would pull it out against UTSA the other night. Like, that one felt – that one I was, was the first one where I was like, wow, they actually won that. and They really probably yeah. shouldn't have. Um, uh, but they did. <laughs> and so I, I, I'm knocking uh, on wood a lot uh, <laughs> trying to try, – like, I, I, I've been lucky so far. Uh, maybe I'm not going to press it too much more, and maybe I'll start. I'll go back to the <laughs> to the way I should do it and write two two, two versions. But, um, but no, I've been lucky so far. Well, Jason, so
0: had, the, I, the Tigers. I had that same feeling of the night of the three, especially after that quick start to the second half Sunday against SMU. At halftime, I was worried, but quickly the Tigers showed. You know, we're going to make it a game. FedEx Forum will probably pull it out for us. But I got worried the other night, and I di- I didn't want to have to do this. I probably shouldn't admit this because I'm going to get people mad at me I and mean, the text line is going to light up over this. But I was going to start the show on Thursday, yesterday, and didn't want to. It's so much more fun to talk wins for the Grizzlies, for the Tigers. It, it, it's just a lot more fun with that. It makes everything better. It's better for business around here. But I yep. was going to start with well, this is the worst Tiger loss mm. since losing to CBU. And unfortunately, mm. unlike CBU, this one counts. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, but it didn't have it, to. It would have. It was damaging enough. You know, they dropped. I think two or three spots in the net as yeah. it was, just because they even even though they won. Um, imagine if they lost at home to a team that was like what two eighty two ninety in the net. Mm. Uh, I mean, I mean, you talk about you know just I mean, giving,
0: timber. I mean, you taking, fall.
1: Yeah, taking everything into account, like the fact that they were ranked thirteenth, the fact that they'd won eight games in a row. Um, the fact that they they were, I mean yeah, they were riding high and and they're at home, and you know like it it, it you've got Naquan Tomlin now and he's playing in his fourth game and so like it, yeah, you take all that into account and if you lose that game, it, it, I mean you know it's you know better than I do. you know better than I do how bad of a loss that would have been and where it would have ranked among the bad losses in, in this program's
0: history, but well, uh, hallelujah, we didn't have to go through that litany. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank thank yes
0: thank goodness. I remember um, Wisconsin Superior. Huh. <laughs> okay. <The hockey> <laughs> uh, or I, was I'm it Parkside? Sure that was it was some Wisconsin <laughs> that wasn't the Badgers. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: sure that was a
0: uh, a dark day. Yeah, um, and, I, that one and I I was listening to George and Coach Bertie Sales the next wow. day. Very nice. Oh wow. Very cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um but no, we did not have to go there. Uh, thank goodness. Instead, we Got to talk a little bit more about uh, who I'm calling now Javon Winterly. He's not Javon Winterly <laughs> anymore, he's Javon Winterly, um, because it was him who scored nine of his 26 points in the overtime period. It was him who uh, started the overtime period with a four-point play. Mm-hmm. He likes take
2: overtime. He does. Oh,
1: my goodness. I mean, like, yeah, this is after he had the two, you know, the back-to-back uh, – you know, essentially game-winning three-pointers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 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 really put himself in, in some very select company. I was talking to uh, Matt Dillon the other day, and he was telling me that, according to his research, um, Quinterly Winterly is <laughs> the first player other than Andre Turner to hit game-winning shots from the field, not the free-throw line, game-winning shots from the field in back to back games. Obviously, wow. Andre Turner did his in the NCAA tournament, but, uh, uh, and, and obviously there have been, you know, players throughout the years who've hit game winning shots. Well, you can take time. it to the
0: bank if Matt told you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he talks about Elliot Perry had four or five in a season, Penny Hardaway had some, but never back to back or never two back to back. And so, uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Winterly is, mm-hmm. uh, is, has joined some pretty select companies.
2: Well, they survived Wednesday night against UTSA, but now have to hit the road again, going to Wichita against Wichita State, who have lost, what, four in a row? But two of those games against Kansas State in Kansas before starting conference play. What do you expect on Sunday? And, and do the Tigers win another close one? Do they win comfortably? What happens in Wichita on Sunday? I
1: should, I should, before we get to Wichita, I should, uh, Give my wife credit for the Javon Winterly thing. That's her. That's not me. She <laughs> she, she, te- she actually texted me that during the overtime period, so <laughs> she gets credit for that. But uh, uh, but no, Wichita is going to be tough, man. Like uh, you know, the weather. It's always tough there. The Roundhouse is always a very very tough place to play. Um, you know, and they're not. You know, they're under a first year coach, Paul Mills, and they I think are eight and seven. Uh, they've lost four in a row, uh, including most recently at Temple. Um, which you know, I don't think Temple's all that great this year, right. um, but but you know, uh, it's it, they're they're not they're not abysmal. Mm. Uh, Wichita State they're actually a really really good especially rebounding there. team. Yeah. yeah, especially at home, um, they're they're actually an re- extremely good rebounding team. And Colby Rogers, I think he's a first year shocker, is like top. 15 or top 20 in the country in um, uh, three-point shooting. And uh, they got another guy, Quincy Ballard, who's top 20 in the country in blocks. He's got 34 blocks in 15 games. So they've got some good parts to you know, their team. Um, and then, you know the weather's not going to be great. Um, so it, it's not going to be a cakewalk for sure. Uh, but you got to think somebody like Jaquan Walton is is going to be playing with maybe a little extra juice, yeah. um, and you know it's another game under his belt for Naquan
0: Tomlin. And, and we and, were kind of this scared of going to Wichita State to start the new calendar year 2022, and the Tigers went up there and blasted mm-hmm. them. They did.
1: I remember that game. I remember thinking that yeah, like that was going to be a sort of not a make or break, but like going to separate sort of contender from pretender type situation and they made a big statement that day um i want to say i read earlier today that memphis has like a five or six game winning streak against wichita state so there's that to uh to take into account and um i think i read in the wichita state notes that they're like oh for their last six or seven against ranked opponents or maybe it's more they haven't beaten a ranked opponent in a long time so i i think that memphis is going to be okay um, you, you can look at the whole the whole um, Memphis thing one of two ways. You know, these last five games, none of them none of them have been pretty. They've all been way too close, way closer than they should have been. Yeah. So you can look at it one of two ways: either they're like playing badly and poorly in in a lot of ways and still winning, and that's kind of the mark of a really good team, or you could look at it like maybe this team isn't quite as good as we thought. Mm. Um, They're going to get, if they continue to play this way, somebody's going to beat them. Uh, Their luck is going to run out at some point. Um, The odds are going to catch up with them. So, you know, I don't know how that's going to go, how that's going to play out. But, um, you know, in my opinion, uh, I I fully expect them to be favored on Sunday, and I think that they will win.
2: Yeah, well, it's going to be a lot of fun, Jason. Uh, be safe. Uh, try your hardest Seriously. to be warm. I mean, we don't want a frostbite case. No, we especially do not. not the fingers. Those are <laughs> yeah. very important at your house. Very important. That's right. Be That's careful.
1: right. I
0: got, I got two
1: uh, two pairs of gloves that I'm going with, and like two two or three pairs of everything. <laughs> and uh, and hopefully hopefully I make it back in one piece.
2: Uh, Thank you, Jason. Jason, we'll talk to you again next Friday.
1: All right, thank y'all. You got it,
2: Jason. Jason Munn from the Commercial Appeal. He's the Tiger basketball beat writer, and as always, presented by Jim's Place Grill. Well, we need to get to a break, but before we do that, i got to tell you about our 5 o'clock sponsor, Hewlett & Dunn. Hewlett & Dunn. Boot and jean on the Historic Square in Carville since 1961. Charles Hall, he started working there in his teens, and now with his wife, Laura, they own the place, known for all the boots, but also clothing, accessories, and a cap for any team in any season. They're known for the western wear and work boots, safety toe, soft toe, rubber boots, boots for every single occasion you can find at Hewlett and & Dunn. And from head to toe, they have you covered with every brand matchable, Ariat, Dan Post, Anderson Bean, whether for men Or women and they've got you Covered with clothing might want to stop out there uh, Before this winter weather Hits because they've got jeans, pants Shirts, shorts, outerwear And the best duck head collection You'll find. Charles and Laura Hall invite you To 111 North Center Street On the square in Calgaryville or to their website HewlettDunn.com If you're in need of accessories they've got That too. Hats, sunglasses Boot care products in every area Team snapback or cool hat You can think of. Whether it's the Tigers, Mississippi State, UT, Ole Miss, or the Razorbacks. And for travel, their bag selection is top-notch. HewlettDunn.com. But please, head out to Carville, give them a visit, and say hello at 111 North Center Street on the square in Carville at Hewlett and Dunn. Well, let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we'll get to our first national bank and trust Friday football forecast.
0: Add a little fun to your lunch break. Join Johnny Radio. Sports 56 Happy Hour from 11 to 1 every weekday on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Friday football forecast from First National Bank and Trust, a division of First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Real estate isn't something you purchase or develop or desire. It's something you appreciate, respect, and know. With real estate, there's no gray area. You either know it or you don't. First National Bank and Trust, a proud division of First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, they've known it since their beginning in 1886. Clients depend on First National Bank because they know real estate. Brooks Winchester, Bill Samish, and many more can assist you in your acquisition of that hunting land Farmland, a construction project. Let First National Banking Trust make your dreams a reality. 775 Ridge Lake Boulevard, Suite 140 in Memphis, Nine zero one four nine eight. 5763 or the office in Collierville or online at fnbtmemphis.com. For commercial real estate, residential construction or recreational and agricultural financing let First National Bank and Trust help you. They're a division of First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas where I have had an account, been a friend and been a customer my entire life. The schedule we know it this weekend, no college, oh, so sad, isn't it? Hmm. No college picks, but we got NFL playoffs, wild card Saturday, wild card Sunday, and wild card Monday night. We'll pick Monday, uh, Monday night game, uh, Monday night's game Monday afternoon. But at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, indeed, since 1886, that counts as being there forever and now in West Tennessee and going strong and will be here for a long, long, long time. Customer confidence is the cornerstone at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas and at First National Bank and Trust. Let's get to these picks. It starts tomorrow at 3.30 on NBC. Cleveland minus two and a half at Houston. They've never met in the playoffs. The Texans, relatively young franchise. Cleveland's old franchise and they're not in the playoffs very often seven and seven all time they did meet on christmas eve just a few weeks ago in houston with the browns winning 36 to 22 i think it will be cleveland and joe flacco to win the game i have cleveland winning 24 to 13 Mm. so i lay the two and a half and take the brownies
2: yeah, I'll do the same thing. I'll take the Browns in this one. You know, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but this Browns defense has just been really, really good this season, and uh, the Texans have really struggled against uh, high-end defenses, and they're going to see one of those uh, tomorrow. I think that you know it's been a great season for the Texans. What CJ Stroud has done, um, what that that coaching staff has done, D'Amico Ryan's in his first year has really been unbelievable to watch. But this is a bigger stage. The playoffs are different. This is a Browns team that has a veteran quarterback that's been there, done that, a defense uh, that is relentless, and so I really do think the Browns are going to control this game even though it's on the road. I think there should be a good uh, crowd inside of NRG Stadium, but I'll take the Browns here. Two and a half, I'll I'll certainly take the Browns and feel pretty good about it.
0: I'm with you. That defense, that running game, and Joe Flacco kind of being the custodian of the Mm -hmm. team. C.J. Stroud's going to play a long time and win a lot of playoff games, and when he's in his 10th, 11th, 12th year in the NFL, we'll look back at this one of him in this contrast Of, you know, rookie quarterback against the veteran presence like Joe Flacco. Tomorrow night, seven o'clock on Peacock. Kansas okay. City minus four and a half over the Dolphins. All time 16 16. Three of those. Kansas City leads three and zero all time in the postseason. Christmas afternoon that turned into night 1971 was a classic. Gary Yapremian, uh, with, with the field goal in that one. Or with the Dolphins in that one double overtime classic that year, that's three and zero for the Dolphins all time in, in in the playoffs. Last met in the playoffs with Joe Montana facing Dan Marino New Year's Eve nineteen ninety four. But tomorrow night on Peacock, that I'm very much against, but I can't hmm. do anything about it. Well, I guess I, I I could sign up for it, but I'm not. <laughs> Kansas City minus four and a half. You pick first, Brent.
2: I'm gonna go with the dolphins in this one. Uh, four and a half, that line's been moving. Um and and I think this is gonna be a close game. I've heard a lot of people say, well, the dolphins, it's, you know, they're not in South Beach. It's gonna be cold. They're not used to this weather. You
0: call them straight up?
2: I don't. I'm, I think I did say the Dolphins yesterday, but yeah. I don't want to call my shot again today. I don't like. It's just the points today. It is just the points today. And, and and Brett, you know, I've heard so many people we say we don't want
0: to be too rigid, do it, Johnny. It's no, just the points no, today, right? It's just the points. Yeah, it's today. just the points. Um, <laughs> it's just the points. Um, but
2: you know, I I I think a lot of people have been saying that the Dolphins are going to be uncomfortable and they're not going to know what to do. Well, the Chiefs haven't experienced negative 30 windshields, uh, either. I but mean.
0: Patrick Mahomes is good in that weather. He
2: is, but I mean, Brett, this is different than it being, you know, 27. Well, this I mean, is that's. Very different. That's, that's balmy for the, for, from this. I mean, it's, it's gonna this be different is the for illusions. everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be different for everybody. I think both teams are gonna be affected by this. Uh, Brett, we've seen, uh, poor receiver play, um, for Kansas City this year, and it's not gonna be, I mean, that makes it tougher when that, when it's cold outside, that ball gets hard, those, those hands get, get, you know, they Thing when that ball hits them. And so I think it's going to be tough for everybody. I think it's going to be kind of a slower game. Um, and so I'll I can't take, imagine. So I'll take the Dolphins to cover it. You
0: have the Dolphins? Yeah. I'm taking the Dolphins, but not straight up. 20-17, yeah. to 17, Kansas City wins the game, but they don't cover the point, point spread. I take Miami plus the points. On Sunday at noon on CBS, Buffalo minus 10 and a half over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh leads all time 17 to 12, two and one in the per- postseason. First time they met in the postseason was 1974. Chuck Nolan, the Steelers rolling with Franco and Terry Bradshaw, the Steel Curtain and all that group. The opponent that day, Buffalo, they, they defeated them 32 to 14, the one and only playoff game in OJ Simpson's career. Wow. He lost 32 to 14 to the Steelers. Last met in the postseason in 1996. That was after the 95 season. Steelers were on the way to the Super Bowl that year with Neil O'Donnell at quarterback. Steelers are not on their way to the Super Bowl this year. It's a lot of points. Give me the 10 and a half and give me the Steelers only losing by nine. Wow. Buffalo wins 21 to 12 and I cut it close getting the 10 and a half.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. We've learned um, a lot more about the weather that's going to be uh, at lot. play there, and it's um, you know while we're going to have the uh, the extreme cold in Kansas City, we're going to have a ton of snow in Buffalo um, for this one. So it's going to be a lot of ground and pound. I think that helps the Steelers um, a lot. Uh And so uh, I'm going to take. I mean, that's a lot of points. So I'm going to take the Steelers.
0: NFC Wild Card, three thirty on Sunday on Fox. Dallas minus seven and a half at home. At Jerry's World at AT&T Stadium, on Fox against the Packers, Green Bay leads all time twenty-one to seventeen. But it's four and four in the postseason. They've met in a, a lot of different places, from the from the Cotton Bowl Stadium to now at Jerry's World, even at the the famous ones at, at Lambeau. Green Bay won the last time they met in the postseason in Dallas, 34-31. Mike McCarthy, the coach that day, your pick, Brian.
2: I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. We know this Cowboys team is different at home. They play much better at home. And also Mike McCarthy, he's coaching for his job right now. It's no secret that everyone's Three keeping straight, an eye. Pretty straight 12 and fives and he, it's must win for him. And, it. and it's weird. I agree. It's weird, but that's how, I mean, Jerry Jones works. He wants his Super Bowl and, and he's not going to wait around for it. So there's going to be a lot of eyes on what Mark, Mike McCarthy does, uh, Sunday afternoon. And so I think they try to put it on the, the Packers and I'll take them minus a seven and a half. And that is not fandom speaking Johnny
0: I'm gonna take Dallas to win but Green Bay to narrowly thread the needle and cover the point spread Dallas wins 28 21 mm. so giving me give me the seven and a half I'll take the win with the hook and try to fend you off hmm. and and win this one this is we got two uh, agreements and two disagreements yeah. so far uh, two games do and we'll pick Monday's game again on Monday and the final game of the weekend on Saturday or Sunday will be in the NFC Sunday Night Football on NBC at 7 o'clock. Detroit minus 3.5 over the Rams' first playoff meeting since 1952. Uh, The Rams lead all-time 45-41-1 and 1-0 in that postseason meeting, winning 31-21. Way back in 1952, that featured two Heisman Trophy winners on the Detroit Lions that day, Doak Walker and Leon Hart. Got anything on either one of those? Mm -mm. I don't blame you. (laughs) Norm Van Brocklin and Bobby Lane at quarterback. Mm -mm. Anything on on Norm Norm Van Brocklin and Bobby Lane? No. I don't blame you. Matthew Stafford versus versus Jerry Goff. We got them on Sunday. And we we know the storyline. Jerry Goff in a Super Bowl with the Rams. Matthew Stafford traded from the Lions to the Rams, and he's won a Super Bowl. Who's the hotter team here? I think we'll know after Sunday. The the point spread is three and a half. Give me Detroit, 31-24. Detroit wins and covers.
2: Wow, I'm also going to take Detroit. A lot of group locks here today, but uh, I think uh, the environment uh, inside of uh, Detroit at Ford Field is going to be really, really good. And I think this Detroit Lions team is good. I mean, you look at what they've done over the last stretch. Yeah, they did lose to uh, Dallas, but that was in Dallas. We know Dallas is a different team at home and, you know, some people say that that well, they were wronged by the officials but I think Detroit big spot for them home playoff game hadn't happened in a really long time I think they take advantage of it and win
0: for the year the point system I'm at nine points plus right. nine you're at plus five Ooh. the three agreements you got you got to win the different yeah the oddness. I do, I do. I and mean, there hadn't been a lot today because a- after Monday we'll pick on Monday then just four picks next weekend wow. two conference championship weekends and then Super Bowl 58. Wow. Wow.
2: Mm. Well, hopefully it's a good weekend. I have a feeling we'll probably be picking differently on Monday. So that... That's NFL good.
0: group lot for the year were 14 wins, 19 losses.
2: Whew. Well, Not great,
0: but in. better than historically.
2: Better than, yes, yeah, certainly better than last year. Last year we were awful at group
0: play. We have been looking forward to these games, even the wild weather games and looking forward to the weekend and our Friday football forecast brought to you every week by First National Bank and Trust, a division of First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas for all your real estate needs, commercial, ag, hunting, recreational, or even just a, a checking account or a loan agreement. They, they've got you covered at First National Bank and Trust. Contact them at FNBT.com or call them at 901 Stable, secure, solid, reliable, and consistent all these years in eastern Arkansas and now in West Tennessee.
2: I might have asked you this already once this week, uh, Brett, but when you look at this slate of games over the weekend, I mean, what, what game are you looking forward to the most? First, I mean, and, and maybe aside from the extreme cold that everyone's going to be wanting to watch and the extreme snow everybody's going to be wanting to watch, but like actual football, which one are you most excited for?
0: Dak versus Jordan Love. Yeah. And I, I'm not being patronizing to you right. and I'm not, I'm not waving our Cowboys <laughs> banner. Right. No, but it's the Dallas Cowboys in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys haven't been able to see it. It's just better when they're on a sure. roll, and I'm not a Cowboy fan. Right. I'll, I'll, sorry, I'll chuckle a little bit if they get knocked out by Jordan Love in his first playoff appearance, but also will enjoy mm-hmm. it from the football quotient of sure. it, of seeing Dak Prescott move on and seeing Mike McCarthy under this immense pressure when the cat, it's a little bit like the Yankees. As long as the Yankees are around in October, it makes October
2: better. Yeah, yeah. You're right about the, that. The Lakers in springtime. That's right. That's just the truth. I mean, the, the big brands, it's, it's almost better for everybody that, that they're, they're still around. I mean, it's just good for those leagues. So I, I don't put it past you. I know I'm probably going to get a, uh, a lot of texts from, from Johnny if, if you the are. Cowboys we,
0: we, lose. We, on, we on wouldn't Sunday. do that to Brian.
2: Johnny would. Hey, man. Oh, of course we would. <laughs> I, 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 am. Oh, I'm looking forward to this guy. We
0: definitely will. Mm-hmm.
2: We'll kill his, <laughs> his in. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna blow it up. That's right. <laughs> I,
0: I want to tell everybody at, at, about the new year and All Star Chevrolet down in Olive Branch. If you're ready to drive a new Silverado into 2024, 20, All Star Chevy right there in Olive Branch, they got you covered. First exit into Mississippi off On Craft Goodman Road off Highway 78. Financing down to 1.9 or up to seven thousand. $500 cash, 7500 cash back, and you get another 2250 with your trade on select vehicles. That's a lot of money to start the new year putting it in your pocket. You will love these new All Star Chevy Equinox and Trailblazers with, with financing to 1.9 and no payment for 90 days. That's up to 3 months with no payments and your good credit, it deserves that. If you want a certified pre-owned Chevy or any pre-owned, All Star is loaded up. Lots of pre-owned Silverados. Tahoes, Traverse with third row seats so you can do more together. Jeeps, Broncos, if it's not on that lot, ask Jeff and he'll find it for you. And Kevin and Jeff and everyone at All-Star, the whole whole team, Drew, the whole crew, They've asked me at all, from All-Star to wish everyone a happy and healthy new year, health being the most important part of that. Remember, it's not South Avon, not Mount Moriah, not Bartlett, not Collierville. It's got to be Olive Branch. Find new roads to All-Star Chevy today or go to allstarautogroup.com. Well,
2: let's go ahead and get to our final break of the day. When we come back, wrap up today's show with Taco Bell Crunch Time.
0: Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo & Friends weekday mornings from 10 to 11 here on sports 56 and 98.5 FM now back to sports time on sports 56 and 98.5 FM this hour is brought to you by Hewlett and Dunn and Jean company in Collierville here once again are Brett Norsworthy and Brian Jacobs. Pretty cool, and we're just getting started. So Let's go.
2: five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in yes. Go crazy, folks.
0: Go crazy. This is for all the babies. You are looking live. In your life, have you seen anything like that? Goodbye.
2: You're happy. It's obviously crash time. Hammer, nail, coffin. This baby is over.
0: The Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito, so good. Double the steak with nacho cheese sauce, seasoned rice, red strips, sour cream, and the three-cheese blend wrapped inside a warm flour tortilla. With even more three-cheese blend grilled on the top. The Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito, it hits the spot now at Taco Bell. And at Taco Bell, when they say they are feeding people's lives with unexpected good, they mean it. Bowl Food, you can't get anywhere else.
2: Well, Brett, what I learned today, we talked a lot about Pete Carroll, the changes that are happening in Seattle, and uh, we learned yesterday that he had a dinner with a lot of the former players, a lot of guys that that have been there for a while and uh, he, he talked about it on his final radio uh, kind of regular radio hit up in Seattle I think either yesterday or today he's talking about that it was a lot of the Legion of Boom guys a lot of those defensive guys they were having dinner with they were all sitting down talking wanting to get the band back together Door opens. Who walks in? Russell Wilson. We've heard kind of the stories. There's been kind of a lot of bad blood. Not really between him and Russ. Maybe a little bit there, but a lot of those defensive guys and Russ weren't big fans of each other um, after everyone retired or Russ went to uh, Denver. But they were able to reunite, and he was back with those guys. They've been and, through the wars and, together. Yeah, and, and it was a lot of of hugs, a lot of laughs, and uh, I, I think one of them um, kind of was talking to Russ towards the end and looked at Pete Carroll and said, "See what you had to do to get us back talking on good terms. You had to go and retire on us, yeah. or, or get kicked out, you know, whatever." So I really like b- being able to see everyone come back together for uh, for Pete Carroll.
0: I do too. And after the fight has been fought, you usually do and except for a Daryl Bevel, horrible call on the goal line. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks go back-to-back. Back.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it was a great
0: play mm-hmm. uh, made by Malcolm Butler, yeah. too, on that play. What I learned today, 25 three-throws last night for the Lakers, but 23 for Phoenix. So, hmm. uh, And I, I was so glad that Phoenix beat the IST champs. And Austin Reeves is really getting torched by everyone. What Bradley Beal did to him last night a couple times Five and eleven for Showtime since the startling, breathtaking IST
2: Championship. No, mm, oh, we can't forget the IST. We never championship. will. That's right. That's a good point, uh, bro, What I could have done without, um, amidst all of the uh, the uh, coaching search and names being thrown out um, for different jobs last night, Florida State was penalized by the NCAA um, for NIL related recruiting violations. Um, the reports that have come out says that. Uh, The NCAA said that an assistant coach facilitated impermissible contact between a transfer prospect and a booster in the spring of 2022 driving the prospect to meet a booster. Uh, That's happening everywhere every school in the much country worse. much worse that is like the minimum and, and uh you know they're going to put
0: everybody on probation uh, i
2: mean it really and so you know brett we were talking i think last week there was that story that came out about all the high school prospects that were talking about there i mean i read stuff worse than this in, in those kind of comments from recruits <laughs> And I mean, Much worse. We're, we're talking about something that happens all the time. I was I was shocked to see this being handed down by the NCA. But Brett, we talk about it all the time. The NCA knows they're going out. They want to take everybody out with them. And they do. So, they're uh, a vindictive bunch. Oh, they you are. don't make fun of them. No. And it's it's been a very weird year for for Florida State from all accounts. And this one kind of puts the cherry on top.
0: And Brian, that's why I was kind of so adamant about the what they listed Nick Saban's wins at. It's two ninety seven. Yeah. Don't fall for the two ninety two stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we all got to agree on, Mississippi State Bulldogs, Ole Miss Rebels, Memphis Tigers, Tennessee Falls, Razorback. everybody, let's agree on this. Don't vacate anything. Don't recognize it. Don't recognize it in your game notes. Mm -hmm. Don't repeat it. And sure, don't claim a game that you lost on the field of competition as a win. I mean, (laughs) what kind of loser are you if you do that? I mean, we we played and you lost. What I could have done without... 48 below windshield Sunday Woo! in Kansas City.
2: It's going to be chilly. Bring a coat. 48 below.
0: That's not even real.
2: <laughs> I was telling Dave, he was walking out today, and obviously he's going to be in Wichita. And and he was telling you days. he's
0: used to I it said. growing up in Chicago. <laughs> said,
2: Dave, you going to make sure you take every coat you have with you to Wichita. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to be bundled up. <laughs> he's right. a tough guy in yeah. cold. That's right. No, it's going to be brutal on Sunday for that one. Uh, where are you beaming this weekend?
0: Beam me to FedEx Forum tonight. I'm going to go to the game tonight yeah. for the Grizzlies, but a great weekend all weekend mm-hmm. at FedEx Forum. Uh, tomorrow night against the Knickerbockers, Sunday, uh, or Monday rather, Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Also, if I could get to the Cowboys and Packers it would be great. Yeah.
2: No, that would be a lot of fun. I, I gotta be very careful when I say where I'm beaming this weekend because beam me tomorrow to Dolphins and Chiefs, but beam me into a, a nice suite that oh, definitely has, a suite. has heat and I don't have to be out Park there. A, suite. We can yeah, beam anywhere. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna beam out in the no, room, I don't regular, be with the people. you know, with the people. Then beam me the next day to Steelers bills, but again, I want to be in a box somewhere. I want to be in that
0: toasty level that you can see the heaters on over them.
2: That's right. I don't want to be anywhere with all the snow. I don't want to be anywhere with all the cold. Um, But I, I do want to be at both of those games. I just want to be warm.
0: Tigers in Wichita, NFL playoffs, FedEx Forum will be great all weekend, Kentucky and A&M and SEC, and either Arkansas or Florida will be 0-3. Crazy to
2: think. It's going to be a really good weekend from the basketball to the football, some really good SEC matchups, Tigers back in action, and the Grizzlies, this starts kind of a uh, a stretch of games for them tonight, tomorrow, then Monday for MLK Day, so it's going to be uh, interesting to see what this team can do to of their um, big-time guards And we'll see um, if they can stay competitive like they did against the Mavs a couple days ago. But that's all the time we have. Enjoy your night. If you're heading out to FedEx Forum, uh, drive safe, get there safely, um, and cheer on the Grizzlies hard. Hope for another win for the Grizzlies. But enjoy your weekend, a very busy weekend. We'll talk to you again Monday afternoon.